So, uh, hello and welcome to Films and Swearing, episode 6. Coming to you via Skype. Yeah. Because what's better than no episode? A Skype episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> just better. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm your host, Stuart Sutherland, and joining me across the interwebs is Andrew Walker. As usually me. Aye, the dickhead. But has other plans and can't podcast. Social cunts. Aye, I'm yeah. social. <laughs> and yet to the point where I'll ask again, hey, what's new? He's like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Just been sitting, staring out the window. Waiting for the time to go by. Aye. Watching a bird shit. Oh. I've just done a big dirty shite doing right skid it right down my window. Fair enough. Is there anything new other than bird shit? Uh, I'm starting to watch Luther again. Oh, well, right. not again, but I was gonna say there's no restarting to watch it. There's not like too much of that to watch anyway, that's is there like 12 episodes? I didn't even think they saw that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they mm-hmm. said it was 6, 4 and 4. Aye, because Margaret's just recently watched them as well and it was just a case of like, say the second season, it was just a four part story. Aye. Like it's all revolving around two brothers. Don't spoil it for me, you dick. Well, in the future, there's two guys and they're related. Really? Aye, so I'm sorry I had to spoil that for you. I just couldn't hold you it did. in. You did? No, I couldn't who the bad guys are. <laughs> two really inconspicuous brothers. Aye. Yep. They would, you don't even need to finish watching it. Like, I've I've solved it. Damn Luther. Good. <laughs> <laughs> You're a towering black guy. Aye, this is like a catfish thing. Alright. Going to my Facebook, <laughs> I am like six foot black and. Six eight... foot, yes. That's not that, that's not <laughs> that fucking tall. Alright. Six five. Just because you're like five foot six, you midget. <laughs> I'm four foot two. <laughs> and then. The... <laughs> then when the police come to my door looking for, my, for help in a police investigation to find the chubby white guy. Find the door going. <laughs> I could Google if you want. I can't if my cats are needing me. I can if I can't help my cats from being bullied. How the fuck am I supposed to help you? Look at him. My cat got attacked by a dog and I didn't even go to rescue it. Oh my shit. Is there no point in me getting involved? I'll just get hurt. <laughs> So they go to America and get that fucking cat that attacked the dog instead. <laughs> That's got more fucking balls than you. <laughs> and his balls are probably in a jar at the vets. Why? <laughs> the vets fucking sell them on eBay. Can <laughs> you win balls off Supercut? <laughs> okay. Um, so, do I talk? About Luther a little bit more? Not really. <laughs> it's just something new. Yeah, that's new. What about all that's the news something. of all, like, the new superhero TV shows that we're basically going to get overwhelmed with this fall? I can't can about fucking Flash, and I can't about fucking Constantine, but that's, and Gotham. Yep. So that's, uh, for the DC end, there is, obviously, Gotham, The Flash, Constantine, and their sci-fi channel are hoping to adapt uh, Ronin, which is a six-issue uh, Frank Miller book, and huh? that is something along the lines of Masterless Samurai fails to kill his or like Avengers Masters Killers then wakes up in present day New York and finds the reincarnation of the killer 
is alive and <laughs> corrupt in New York City, so he takes upon himself to finish his mission. I think. That sounds like a sequel to the 42 Ronin. Whatever <laughs> number it is. So, oh, why? Wow, it's probably the same thing. There's just 42 people doing it instead of one. Aye. Like, Obviously, Keanu Reeves wants to do that movie too. Aye, so, like, all of them fall asleep and wake up in the future. <laughs> it's just like playing a mass. No, that'd be too funny game. watching them. What the fuck is that metal thing fleeing in the street? <laughs> Fucking girls. <laughs> Aye, so that's like all the DC stuff, and then like for Marvel, they've renewed Agents of Shield, uh, and they've announced Agent Carter, eh? which is a series based on Peggy Carter, the the female agent from Captain America, like how he had a woman back in the day. Oh, that her. Aye. The Obviously sassy female agent. It's basically stupid bitch female agent. It's the events of basically what happens after the the Second World War and like I guess. So basically, fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's. She like... goes and gets ridden by some cunt. Oh. <laughs> I want to think she's saving herself a captain. No, she fucked Bucky senseless. <laughs> How? Even though he died in the film, but he didn't die in the comics. He didn't dig up some like frozen winter soldier. <laughs> what do you know? That <laughs> fucking Steel Wareham's got a fucking unlimited stamina. Oh, it'll rust. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody puts a rubber glove on him, though. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Elbow deep. Oh, well, they didn't even need to bother making a porn parody then. That's the script no. then. <laughs> Done. Um, but it'll just be a guy him wrapped in tin foil. <laughs> fisting someone furiously. <laughs> right. It's, it's got to be ch- like cheap tin foil. That, that'll just break on the first thrust. <laughs> no. Oh. I'm sure you broke my arm. Oh, are they kind of you just fucking healed me with your feeling, Like when you bite into a Kit Kat and it's still got the foil on it. Why? That's the feeling I'm getting just at the thought of somebody being fisted with tin foil. <laughs> like, uh, when like tin foil touches a filling. Like, hopefully yeah. the person doesn't have any piercings doing there. Aye, uh, I was going to say, I wouldn't like to see some cut go to the dentist with a phone in their asshole. <laughs> I was going to the wrong fucking pl- the fucking dentist went to the wrong end I reckon it fucking it had to be a dentist for that movie Teeth oh. <laughs> I guess they need to get filled have you ever seen that film I, I have that. not is it actually no. Teeth I, I, I reckon Margaret loves the fact that she's seen it and just the concept of it of like a vagina with teeth why would she love that just because, like, haha, look, at, look at man whimper as his genitals have been bitten off by, like, fucking jaws of vagina. <laughs> oh, wow. Alright then, here's a scenario. You've had your dick chopped off. What's right. going to happen after five minutes of you realising, oh shit, time to get up and get angry. Stomp that bitch's face into a fucking bloody pulp. That's what I'd do. You fucking dirty bitch, you just fucking stamping her head until it's flat. <laughs> I can't even imagine being able to stand up after having my like, dick severed from my body. I'd expect it just to be like, <laughs> like we're talking about like Japanese cinema today, so like bloodshots in fucking Japanese movies. Once your dick's off, it's like a fucking fire hose, just blood. But you just think it could be reattached. Kill this bitch, grab the dick, run to the hospital, and you live and you'll hear a big dick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> put a prosthetic dick on you for you. <laughs> no, I do see it happening. I, see it just, I just see it getting awfully foggy very quickly and having the eternal sleep. Oh, so you'd basically push out and just get up? I would just die. Fight or flight, man! Fight or flight! Fucking shit in my situation. 
Just fucking slit your throat right there. So I've not got a dick. It's not worth living for. <laughs> just fucking cut your throat. I'd get up, beat that bitch to death with my dick. <laughs> She's bitten off. I'd ram my hand up, grab it back, and fucking smack her with. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Just to let you all know, we're, we are both happily married to women, and yes, do love our. Doesn't wives. mean to say we didn't hate them. <laughs> okay. We're just somewhere they deposit our semen. Oh. <laughs> right. Away for that. Have you seen the yeah. the still shots <laughs> of Batman versus Superman? I've seen a back end of a car. Right. Have you seen Batman standing beside the car? No. Yes, that is that's the following the like the image that followed the next day, and it's just yeah, like a brooding Batman. It, again, it's like a black and white photo with a uh, the Batmobile in the background, some fog mist around it, and like Batfleck standing there brooding. And it's already been turned into like an internet meme of like a sad Batman. <laughs> so I think they've just cut him out and stuck him in front of just other sad situations, like put him beside Keanu Reeves and other oh, memes. Oh, poor I sad Keanu. Aye, exactly. Like they're both probably sitting on a bench together. But yeah, um, I, as anything with internet, I think there's like small controversy to it, like. Uh, it gives like for the look it's it comes into the suits they're like I think people's moaning because it looks it basically kind of looks the impression that Ben Affleck's jacked that, like you could almost see veins popping through the suit aye like and some people was just going off on it just saying it looks stupid <laughs> but like I reckon it, it might not be like a I was gonna say a thick suit, but like, fuck it, it's a film. Oh, I've got a film that. Yes. Oh, there it is, motherfucker. But I did like the touch with like the bat symbol in the chest. Was the looks a lot like the one from The Dark Knight Returns? <laughs> oh, yeah, the old Frank Miller comics. books. So that looks pretty cool. Oh. But like. This looks like he's wearing fucking spandex. Aye, like he's just a wrestler. It's Rey Mysterio. <laughs> On someone else's shoulders. How the fuck's he gonna fight fucking Batman? What's with the wee tiny wee ears? That's just like a Bat Knight. Bat Knight. Bat Knight. <laughs> uh, that's just like another touch from the comic book. The the Frank Miller. Uh, it, just, it, just, it just looks completely different to the other films. Aye, it, it just... Does it look almost like? Is it supposed to feel a little bit more realistic? Like, hey, it would just look silly if he's got pointy ears. Like, is he not just gonna look silly <laughs> that he's in a suit? I'm looking at the photo. What's with the fucking? Like, it looks like a big metal face laughing in the background. In the background, aye. Uh, I think that's just a part of the, the vehicle and some mist. Uh. But it does look like a wee, leave fucking... a wee mechanical fucking Riddler or Jokers in the background. Uh, like Garden Gnome Joker. And there's someone in the reflection of the... Well, it looks like there's someone reflecting in the windshield of the car. Don't look too much into it, Andrew. <laughs> it looks like a goat face. There's, there's, there, he's, they're not fighting a cult, I think. How do you know? <laughs> I know nothing. Exactly, but I think if it just follows the line of the Dark Knight Returns book, if anything, because let's see that did like lead up to essentially Batman versus Superman. Hi. So it could be a case of just like fuck it, let's have two hours of them fighting, then the rest of the Justice League show up at the end and go, whoa, come on, let's finish <laughs> this story in three years' time. <laughs> Wait, four years. Hey, but time. is it gonna be an old bastard in this one? Well, it's Ben Affleck, so... Oh, but he's not an old bastard. He exactly, can go for so... The Aye, so, like, he's... It's it's not going to be fucking... The Adam West. Oh. <laughs> Being wheeled in. <laughs> woken up. I was looking forward to him being an old cunt. It's an old grumpy bastard. 
<laughs> what? Just, just like, like coming, Henry Cavill going to like the nursing home, collecting Adam West, wheeling him outside, <laughs> like precisely at noon, just when the sun's at its strongest. Yeah, and just like, Superman's just glowing in front of him, and then he just does like a wee like blink with his heat vision and just like rips the head off his shoulders. <laughs> it just melts in the ash. <laughs> oh, aye. So we're gonna have to wait two years to find out what happens next. Two now. It's sixteen. I'm sure that's coming out. I thought it was fifteen. No, that's it's coming out at the same time as Captain America three, supposedly. Alright. Uh, so. But, aye, that's really only the shit I've. Well, talk about on my end. There's nothing really new with me. Other than. Uh, reading the same old books. Same old, same old. Yep. Save that for next time. You wanna dive into Battle Royal? Let's dive deep. Okay. Um, yeah. Battle Royal. It's a right. film. It's a film with all these Japs in it. Oh, yes. Well, it's Japanese people. Yes. Actors Japanese. and actresses, Directors and producers based on Japanese books. With... Yes. I, I didn't look in that until I read on IMDb. The fact that it was based on like a <laughs> manga series? No, it was based on a book and then turned into a manga. Right, right. Okay, um, so yes, Battle Royal, uh, directed by Kenji Fukasaka. Oh, you can do these names better than me. Uh, I, I got that one wrong. <laughs> Kenji uh, Fukasaku. Oh. I last letter. I was going to say Fukasaku. <laughs> Fukasaku. So, and uh, screenplays by his son, Kenta Fukasaku, based on the... The book Battle Royal by uh, Koshan uh, Takami. Takami. Okay, man, I can't do these names. Aye. This is one of these things, like, I struggle with, like, <laughs> the cast of Pain Italian. and Gain and the Italians. And then when uh, it comes to Japanese, I'm just rolling them off. Um, <laughs> it stars the cast of uh, Tatsuya Fujiwara as uh, Shuya Nanahara. Uh, Meda as Noriko Nakagawa Aye. Takeshi Kitano as Kitano uh, Toro Yamamoto yes as uh, Shogo Kadawawa or Kawada uh, Masanobu eh? Ando I'm go on Andrew I'm speaking a second language here <laughs> I fucking kid it's hard dude. it's just like a block of text of just undecipherable words <laughs> uh, so that was uh, Masanobu Ando as uh, Kazu uh, Kiriyama, uh, Koyu Shibasaki as Mitsuko, Taka Takamoto as Shinji, and Sasuke Takaako as Hiroko, and 20 other Japanese kids. There's five million for the Shinji. Shokan. <laughs> I only recognise like fucking four characters. Like names like Takako. What? Takako. Yeah, that's right. Takako. Is that right? Sure. Fuck you. <laughs> and that fucking that gay looking cunt. The main guy. <laughs> okay, so uh, for those that are not aware, Battle Royal is a 2000 Japanese action thriller adapted from the 1999 novel of the same name. It is the final film of director Kinji Fukasaku. The screenplay is written by Why? his son. Because he, he died. Why? Uh. <laughs> the, the film tells the story of Shuya Nanahara, a high school student struggling with the death of his father who is forced by the government to compete in a deadly game where students must kill each other in order to win. The film aroused both domestic and international controversy and was either banned outright or deliberately excluded from distribution in several countries. Yeah. So yes, to abbreviate on the plot a little bit more, 40 school kids think they're going on a school trip to like Alton Towers, get gassed, Who knows where they're going? and wake up on an island. 
This is actually see where they're supposed to be going. I reckon, because it gives me the impression it's a boarding school. So it could have been a thing like they're expecting to go home for like the summer holidays. Yeah. And then said, like, why are we going through a dark tunnel? And then it cuts to a shot of like, <laughs> like some woman walking about with a gas mask on a bus, <laughs> battering kids to sleep. <laughs> like that was one of my first thoughts when watching. I was like, "There's nothing more terrifying than waking up and finding people wearing gas masks around you." No. It's like, what's going on? Everyone else sound asleep. This woman oh. walking towards you wearing a mask and just punches you in the face. <laughs> I thought we we're going home for the holidays. Fuck that! That'd go bad this game. <laughs> go back, learn karate, then go him. <laughs> So you wake up on the bus and successfully like, take out the woman. Yeah. They steal a gas mask. <laughs> and they just shoot you. They won't shoot me, bitch. <laughs> right. I don't cry. <laughs> you got to chop bullets now. Remember, this, <laughs> didn't work for, this didn't work for the Chinese when it was Wong Fei Hong and friends. They didn't know karate. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> They knew Kung Fu! They knew all that fucking Kung Fu shit! They had like they a 10 minute karate. fight with ladders! New karate involved though. Okay. So. Exactly. Um. Right, so amongst the 40 students, there was. The two wild cards. The wild cards? Yes, yeah, like the transfer students. Like how they're all in school uniforms and there's like one dude in a blue suit and another dude with crazy ginger hair and a black suit. Oh, yeah, yeah, Yes, the wild cards. I, I like to cry them as. Like one is like the survivor from a previous games. And I keep saying games because it's like nowadays everyone, if you say that plot out loud, everyone thinks Hunger Games now. Oh, yeah. Uh, but... For this one, there's the guy that survived, I guess, the the original Battle Royal. But why is he getting put back in it? I think, was it not by choice? Like oh, he, was it? He chose to come back. Fucking weird, though. Because, like, the guy's got nothing left. Like, all his... It was like that the, the moment where it was him and his girl, and then he shot that bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, slut, I can get an air bitch to suck my dick. <laughs> I won Battle Royal, don't you know? Suck like, my dick. <laughs> Just in Japanese strip <laughs> strip clubs. Right. Thinking so you like, can't I can't have enough credit. I said, no, I survived Battle Royal. I said, you just mean you're a scummy bastard that killed people. <laughs> You've killed 39 people, you motherfucker. That's about five more than everyone else. <laughs> so there was that, and then there was uh, Kiriyama, who was like the crazy Japanese guy. Like the, the psychopath. They like to fucking burn his eyes out. So, Explosion. Aye, um, rather than picking the film apart than now, I'll actually... Andrew, what did you think of the film? I thought it was... It was, it was good the first time I watched it, second time, a wee bit... No, it was good. Ah, it's, it's like most <laughs> things. Like, aye, when you see no that type of controversial film for the first time... Like you're watching uh, it, like wondering if you're seeing what you're actually seeing, go- what's going on, and all this shit. Yeah. But now, like, how many times have you seen this film? You would think by now, like from when you originally saw it. This is maybe the third time I've watched it. I'm not like so I think I've seen the second one, but that doesn't resonate with me. Yeah. But I think it's maybe the third time I've seen it. Hmm. And uh, yeah, you do right. There is the the good bits, but then there's the dry bits. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm not as focused in on it as much as I was the first time. Yeah, yeah. I can understand that because I I feel the same. It it is like a mind blowing film and definitely like easily one of the biggest films to ever come out of 
Japan. I think that comes down to the whole controversy because I feel that was like the type of film that you would people would pass around in the classroom. Uh, Crazy, super violent foreign film. And aye, because that was like the only way it was getting hang with it because it was like banned in the Exactly, it'd be like some bootlegged uh, VHS that would be getting passed around classrooms. Aye, and half the guys would be handing it back. Dad's phone, they'd record it. Exactly, they'd be like, "When you said you were giving me a movie about Japanese school, like like high school students, this was not what I was expecting." <laughs> like. I expect a lot of fucking tentacles. I expect a lot of fluid, but not blood. <laughs> and for two hours. There was a pure death. <laughs> so, I like it is definitely easily one of the biggest films to ever come out of Japan. Oh, I definitely like for like mainstream appeal, cult followings. Uh, and it obviously like kind of set the tone for like so many other films to follow in its footsteps like yeah it, it is I think I like when watching it it just made me think uh, it was sort of like the running man meets the lord of the flies I thought you were going to say lord of the rings <laughs> <laughs> this film should be expanded upon and split across three films each four it hours should each be. I think that would have made it better well, that's what we're getting to know from the Hunger Games. Aye, if it was something like the Hunger Games. Aye, but that's kind of different, though, because that's like three different games, is it not? No clue. No, no, no. I don't give a fuck about that. I've, I've taken the thought of, I'm going to wait till they're all done, they're all out, and then like maybe one weekend just watch them, rather than... Oh. Right, I've seen the first one. Okay. Uh, I've seen the first time. Right, this is not going to be finished until the end of next year because it's the th- <laughs> and how everything like the last book of every film needs uh, to be split into two. Uh, so so there's more money. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. So there's like, third book part one this year, then third book part two next year. Uh, so I'm just waiting until they're basically all out, and then I could just watch them at once and just see if it's worth it. Because the first film was alright, but... like I'm just getting pissed off at that fucking baker. Was he a baker? Was he not a baker or something? But he could, like, camouflage himself with the rocks. Oh, yeah, there's, like, some dude that looks like he's been melted with cement. Yeah. Uh, he's got some sort of magical power that he can camouflage. What's that all about? She should, should have just punched him in the face with an arrow. Poof. Right. Like, the fuck's that? Ah! <laughs> you shite yourself and fling an arrow. So, oh, aye. Fuck Hunger Games. Because, as uh, like that... Did you see the internet meme? With the... It's Pulp Fiction, John Travolta and Samuel Jackson in a car. And they were saying, what do they call... Uh, Hunger Games in Japan? I don't know, what do they call Hunger Games in Japan? It's like, Battle Royale with cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that (laughs) was. So, um, but yes, it is like one of these films where I'm watching it now and it is a wee bit slow. Like, you you all of a sudden notice how much drama there is to this film as well, outside of the bloody violence. Basically, the first time we watched it, we're just basically making the violence and then we're, we're fucking talking about the violence until the next bit of violence comes on. Exactly. Like, Holy shit, look at that woman totally stab that guy in the dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I it was like one of the, at first you would just be transfixed on all the action. But now you you know what's coming up, and you you kind of focus in a little bit more of the story, more of the backstory, and uh, like some parts of the film is just weird. Like you feel like it's like Tekashi Kitano weird. Like that teacher's just odd. But is he's, he has he's an just playing teacher, himself. Right? You feel? Well, his name's the same as it though. Yeah, but he's always just, like, just... I feel like he plays himself in a lot of films. But, 
uh, there was some trivia about when they're uh, when the director told him basically told him to be himself in the film didn't want any emotion didn't want anything just just do what you want like right. here's your script like and just do what you want so he basically walked around and he ate cookies for like a fortnight <laughs> like essentially that's all he done in the film he went out once when it was raining nice done a painting yes managed to have an argument with his wife from beyond the grave Eh? Remember his last scene after he got riddled with bullets, and he still managed to still managed to answer a telephone call from his wife. What was his door? Was it his door? Right. He like I thought he just like cried a damn bitch, threw the phone down, shot it, then says, "Yeah, now I can die." No, I'm sure it was his door. It's like that's why he was there because his daughter hated him. Oh well. Moving on. Swiftly. Right. Moving on. Fucker. Um let's see, I've put some questions in amongst here. Uh, would you say Battle Royal was your first live Japanese action film? Live action Japanese movie? Has to be. Uh, it has to be any form for that could be one of my first form films I've ever seen. Was this like one of these things that was like maybe late late night on Bravo or? No, the first time I watched it was with you. Right, aye. I feel we bought that later into like our like awakening with Japanese cinema. Like we were like at that stage where we oh, oh, rented so many films for blockbusters, and it was like The Ring or Versus and. Oh, I do. Uh, I, the Dark thing War. I never thought of. Mhm. Aye, aye, aye. We've seen all the fucking Tartanesia shit first. Exactly. That dark corner in blockbusters beside all the softcore movies. Aye. <laughs> you look the wrong way and you get called a pervert. Exactly. exactly. No, no, I'm, I'm in for the Japanese films. Aye, that's on that shelf too. No, I mean the films. Not those films. <laughs> Do you actually have those films? No, I mean, aye, aye. <laughs> Uh, ring two will do, yes. Ring me up, Aye, sir. you can but ring your one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Anyway, um, I do like. I love the concept of this film. It's just the thought of forty students given backpacks with random weapons. Well, some of them are not even fucking weapons. No. Like, oh, there's a list of some binoculars. Aye, uh, pot lid. Uh, one of them got a paper fan, which I, I think would only ever be useful in like a Jackie Chan Kung Fu film. That's uh, the only time I've seen a paper rice. fan being used as an appropriate weapon. Uh, catch, catch some good chucks of knife, you can catch it. Exactly, then whip it back at them. Uh, but uh, not against like a fucking submachine gun. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. no. So. Depends who you are. Depends if you can cry. Aye, but if it's like wimpy student with a paper fan versus psychopath with machine gun, he's dead. Aye, I'd just jump into the sea. Like, cheerio, doggy Off paddle away. Don't fall asleep Slut in the water. Float with the fan. <laughs> and um, now like this is I think one of these films where you sort of first notice like definitely if Battle Royal was like a starting point for us uh, the, what do you think of like the crazy ass Japanese blood sprays I loved them as a child like, like oh you bastard how did you first see it as a child was it was it like in anime films or like did you ever watch like the uh, Lone Wolf and Cub what? Like it, it's the it's like a I've never seen it myself, so I could be totally going the wrong direction here. But it's like a Japanese man, like a like a, a fucking Ronin pushing like a, a a wee bamboo cart with a child in it, and it's like loaded with oh. traps, and he's a samurai. And it's all guy with arms. Mm, that he's I'm positive he's got arms. 
on the DVD cover no. he's got his, he's holding a sword <laughs> with arms no that must be the end then. fucking I mind you watching that where he's pushing a baby cart along and blades and everything pop it and mm-hmm. stuff like that but he ends up losing his first dairum then he's only got one dairum to fight with and then he gets his second dairum chopped off aye then he attaches his sword to his hair and he starts fucking whipping it about like he's a beast ah oh. Ah, uh, because that was like uh, that was always the film you would see in blockbusters as well. Uh, like unrated, uncut, extra bloody. <laughs> but I tried. I tried to have a look online to find like the the idea behind why there was these crazy ass blood sprays sprays in Japanese films. Yeah. Because it is there's like when people like. Uh, when Nobu's throat exploded with it, the collar uh, at the beginning of the film, yeah, and it was yeah. just a big, like a, a fucking sprinkler going off during, during the fire. <laughs> and like at first, some people, some audiences, like I would expect, like a mature audience thinking like that's a wee bit excessive, but like yeah. a younger audience would be like that's fucking badass. I'm right. So, it's like they're trying to aim for young teenagers when it's not supposed to be allowed to watch it. Aye, and that, that was something like the, the director encouraged like teenagers to go see the film because I think it was highly rated, like it had a high rating, but he was arguing the point that everyone in the film was like 15, like between 15 to 18. Uh, like they, they were kids in this film. So like, right, so kids should get to watch it. Aye, so he was actively encouraging people to actually go like sneak into cinemas to see it. Aye. So that that might be a wee bit stirring all the controversy that was causing it. It's like you're not helping it by telling underagers to go see it. Kid, but and uh, it was the worst thing was when they tried to bring it in America. That was when Columbine happened. Yes, I read, read one of those facts. It was like, worst timing. I know. <laughs> At least so, they can't blim the film for it. Aye, definitely. They never got a chance to watch it. Uh, but when looking, like, Googling about Japanese blood spray in films, they took it. Oh, right, right. I think it goes back to some uh, Akira Kurosawa movies. Like uh, Sanjuro, or uh, I can't quite remember it from Seven Samurai because that was one of the few films of his I've seen. But that is also <laughs> a film that that's like just shy of four hours, so quite a lot of it I can't <laughs> remember. But they because like, you can't watch anything better than you. Exactly. So I have like three or four naps during Seven Samurai, and then right. I could usually find <laughs> out what's happened. Uh, but. They were saying he had films where it basically when someone like it was just to highlight the death of like like to basically make to emphasize like a big death when someone gets killed yeah. to have this fountain of blood spraying just to basically oh, the blood just fought doing and that was it ah it's not like he just ran through a room slicing twenty people and then it's just like the fucking rooms just filling up with blood <laughs> it's not like the elevator from The Shining. <laughs> Although, if they had if they had that option, it would be. <laughs> How could we get more blood? If the Japanese made the old boy, <laughs> that the left bit just the blood pushing it instead of bodies. He's sitting, wringing his suit as he comes out, taking his shoes <laughs> off, pouring the water out. Oh, um, well, that would have been a messy scene with the cut where he's fucking getting his teeth through it. <laughs> the guy just water, drowns on his blood. <laughs> and as he's still dead, the water, the fucking blood's just pumping out. <laughs> that should be a hike when every Japanese person dies, they just explode. <laughs> <laughs> just pure blood. There, I bet there's at least a dozen anime films that have those type of endings in it anyway. Like, that would be like uh, a so just... knockoff. No, they're all just filled with fucking... They're like fucking basically blood-filled water balloons. <laughs> just the fucking the grand exploding the fucking pools. That's what they used to do in like the old, old kung fu films. And they would have like condoms filled with uh, fake blood. 
Uh, and when they would get slashed with the swords, they would just pierce the condom, and they would just have the big blood squirt. Oh. So they would just like <laughs> run about with Johnny. They're just chucking condoms at each other. <laughs> so I'm just gonna lie down now, right? Oh yeah, that was just too gross. I'm gonna have to go see the doctor. I don't want to fight anymore. <laughs> is this is this real blood? Wait, who has condoms filled with real blood? <laughs> oh, oh So uh, there isn't like there is there doesn't seem to be any proper origin story behind giant blood sprays. It just seems no. to be a thing that one person done, and they liked it, and it oh, was emphasised amongst their films. And like it's it's not translated huge to like. American action movies, like, the only time you've ever really seen it happen is, like, Kill Bill, but, like, Quentin Tarantino's obviously continually homaging, like, Asian cinema with those films, so yeah. it would be silly for him not to include that type of blood spray. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the wee notes I've got here is, Girls on the Cliff could take more bullets than Sonny from The Godfather and still take a kicking. <laughs> like I think was there not a I when it was like two girls on the on the cliff shouting say hey let's all get together and work this out it'll be fine and then one of the uh, psychopaths shows up with the machine gun and just starts riddling them with bullets <laughs> and it's just typical Jeff like just typical like teenagers overreacting as their bodies jostled on the floor and it just kicks them in the <laughs> face and she still managed to go ugh like, you didn't kill me, but oh, you fucking hurt me with that kick. And 20 bullets. Uh, I thought oh, fuck that. Bad. Sonny had at least fucking 80 bullets in him. I can. Yeah, he still <laughs> had a fag of 49. <laughs> that they remember is like, these are films, they're not supposed to be realistic. I know. <laughs> they're on a fucking island killing each other. That's just faking its own right. <laughs> Like, who knew there was Japanese people before this film? <laughs> I thought that, that I was just know. makeup effects. I was surprised why they weren't all yellow. Oh. Like, my <laughs> granddad told me. Oh, no, it's different than the dude from the war. Every time we see The Simpsons, you know, you're watching the jabs again. For fuck's sake. Um, right. One of the characters that was like had a surprisingly short part in the film was uh, Chigusu, like the, the yeah, Japanese the, the running the running shooting that was in the yellow tracksuit that right. that fought off the guy that tried to rape her. And then just gets fucked up after it. Aye, and just kind of dies beside her boyfriend or friend training buddy. And it was, like, I did have a wee note underneath it, like, uh, stabbing the boy in the junk after attempted rape. When, like, when do you say no, like, when do when you say, I can't write, I've just noticed that. Like, when does no, like, take a telling? Like, when is no What are you saying here? When (laughs) when does no mean no? Exactly, like, you see those posters where it's, like, an anti-rape campaign. Yeah. And when no is not enough. Like, where do you go from there? <laughs> and obviously stabbing a boy in the junk with a butterfly knife. Definitely. That's got to, to make him not want to have sex anymore. Aye, that should be the answer to the campaign. Like, no, it's a picture of a rugby dead. player saying, when no is not enough. And then it cuts to, like, just an animated gif of a Japanese girl stabbing him in the junk. Right. <laughs> Uh, so, the photo of a rapist with fucking bloody jeans. <laughs> um, but like it was weird to see that she became like probably one of the most famous people out of the film. Like she got like picked up to star in a uh, Kill Bill. Yeah. She played like the the Japanese schoolgirl bodyguard to Lucy Liu's character. Yeah. Like and. I think if the sole reason that she's in it is because she was from Battle Royal, because obviously Quentin Tarantino, like, and he says this is one of his top ten films of all time. Yeah. So, 
it's no surprise to see why he cherry picked some people from the film to be in like his homage to Asian cinema. Yeah, yeah. So, how much was in it? Like? And how much people? I if Battle Royal was in. Nah, I think it might just be her. Oh, get your fucking grammar right. All right. Whoa, fucking calm down, hen. He called me hen. <laughs> fucking five foot four midget bastard pussy dick. <laughs> All right, hen. Simmer down. Right. So, <sighs> favorite best kill, kill from the film. Eh? Best kill. The very first. What the lassie <laughs> taking the knife to the face? Yes. <laughs> Told you you know I talk up. <laughs> I bet like that would be a moment for all school teachers going. I I've always wanted to do that. Like you captured how I feel on film every day. <laughs> I forever wanted to throw knives into those yappy bitches' face. There's been so many teachers wanting to do that to me, but I'm gonna do. <laughs> you just get rulers flung at you. Uh, rubbers, like, chairs. Stop hitting me in the forehead. I got a Bible joke that it was. <laughs> Were they trying to exercise you? Like the demons. The <laughs> like you threw a book at me. I got up and I picked a chair up and threw a chair at me and fucking legged it. <laughs> Did you just dive out the window? Like a fucking stuntman? No, I just like... I mean, the way I fucking remember it is... He threw a, a guy threw a book at me. Right, I got pissed off and stood up. Right. And then he fucking picked a chair up and threatened me with it. And I said, fuck you. So he threw it at me. And then all I picture is me walking like the fucking Timmy and getting smacked in the puss with a chair and just keep <laughs> on walking. Get grabbed by a fucking woman teacher. She's like fucking struggling to hold me, and I go inside the classroom and I look inside the inside the scale, and he's like fucking about a mile in the fucking road, <laughs> running. Yeah. So you like your hands didn't just turn into fucking big knives and start running after him? No. Oh. I'm, I'm no fucking like thin runner Terminator. <laughs> I'm like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and fucking Terminator Nine. <laughs> Terminator now. Um, <laughs> fucking guts galore. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think. There's so many, like, obviously, there's so many deaths in this film. Uh, I can't decide whether, like, best shortcut kill, I would think, was when, like, a severed head with a grenade in its mouth gets flung into a room. Like, that's a good way to go. <laughs> Damn right. Or Big when cheesy it, swear. the the final like psychopath v psychopath, like Mitsuko, like the female student that takes upon herself to go absolute fucking crazy with a sickle killing people. Like yeah, this is like one of these things. Like this is the only thing I'm good at in life. Like that's the thing. Like she fucking <laughs> took and ran with it, and then like when right. she finally came a, came across uh, Kiriyama. The psychopath uh, wild card. With the guns. Exactly. So, mm. like, when they finally had to be duel, like, that was worth, like, waiting for. But, obviously, by the point where he's now, like, armed to the teeth, like, body armor, handguns, uh. and she's still got, like, her sickle, and... Did she have the taser at that point as well? Anyway, that then leads into like one of the most dramatic deaths of the film, where he continues to shoot her from one side of the room to the other. Like, yeah. it's got the dramatic, like, it's got the sad classical music playing, and every time he shoots her, she stands up, shakes, and throws herself down, shoots her, stands up, shakes, falls to the ground. And she's like, <laughs> shooting her across the room, even though, like, the first bullet probably would have done the job. He just keeps on going because he, he's basically just like women. <laughs> I'm going to shoot fuck at them. I'm going to shoot them until they grow a dick. Oh, what? Wait. <laughs> like so basically really... he's not going to stop shooting them. <laughs> okay, I see your point. 
Um, the actress that played Mitsuko, flow back a couple pages here. Mitsuko, Koyo Shibasaki. She's kind. She has like. As most people in this film, they all are still active actors and actresses in Japan, but uh, yeah. Ko Shibasaki has also gotten a credit for in 47 Ronin. I, th- I I could be wrong, but I think she's the female villain in the 47 Ronin. Alright. I like woman that dances in dress suddenly turns into giant dragon. Fuck off, I'm looking on fucking, fucking IMDb here for her. Who is she? One, she has one of the very bottom credits. Which oh, is, is she? Aye. Which is a strange way for IMDb on how that works, because they have it based <laughs> on a popularity. Oh, Koshiba. Aye, that's not off fucking running. Exactly, so, like, she was the psychopath from Battle Royal. Yeah, she looks done like her. Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't look. She, she's not looking at you with like a flashlight pointing towards her face and a creepy ass smile staring at you. No. She's got a weird ass eye. Like she's changing into dragons now and again. She's got a boss eye. Eh? She's got one dodgy eye. <coughs> Aye. You've never seen fucking 47 Ronin? No! Spoilers! Eh? Oh, he should fucking get fucking wank in her eye and it goes all fucking fisty. So, is, was that Keanu's fault? Well, kind of. Like, American shows up, shoots woman in the face, pisses off Japanese I think it was going on. I can't talk about it because that could be a podcast one day. <laughs> Fair enough. When we have, when we have one of the fucking our annual Keanu Reeves mo- fucking month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Wow, <laughs> 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 he's done so many classic movies, like Matrix Three and fucking Bill and Ted Five. Right, uh, let's move on to some trivia. Even though we've we've kind of been mixing it up a little bit. Of it all, in oh. um, for the creative process for the director Kinji, he stated that uh, he decided to direct the film because the novels reminded him of his teenage years working in uh, mutation factories during World War Two, and it was like his. What? The boy, the main deal is fucking children. Aye, munition factories during World War Two. His class. Uh, were made to work there, and uh, during July 1945, they were under artillery fire, and basically there was nothing they could do. The only thing they could do was hide behind the bodies that were mounting up. So after this, like the survivors, afterwards, like when it was all over, basically the remaining students had to bury the dead, and at that point. They oh, just, it says uh, they discovered that the Japanese government was feeding lies to uh, Japan about World War Two, and he ca- carried a burning hatred for adults ever since then. So the Japanese oh. government must have been just manipulating the communities, like feeding them, I guess, lies about the war. Aye, propaganda. Aye, but it's just the thought of being stuck in a factory and like classmates dying around you. Know, at the end of it, it's right, bury them. Like, that is some dark <laughs> shit. Yeah, put them in the grungy dick. <laughs> uh, when it comes to the music, the score was composed, conducted, and arranged by uh, Masamichi Amano. Uh, Masamichi who? Amano, just some Japanese uh, composer. And it was performed uh. by the Warsaw Philharmonic Orchestra. Huh? And of course, it features. Fucking Polish, just a thieving bitch. <laughs> well, I, I think in like, like, it could be just enough of like mixing Twilight teen melodrama into Battle Royal, and then just pouring it out oh, yes. into three books. And there's not very much blood either. That so. I could remember it. Why that? All oh, that shit would be like rated twelve. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, 
it's actually a thing you could probably like we could take our children to go see the Hunger Games because it's rated 12A yeah but we're not going to go see then take them to see Battle Royale (laughs) (laughs) midnight screening like wake up okay once we've gotten past nobody's death scene you'll get your night night bottle (laughs) so yes I got any final thoughts on Battle Royale you want to share yeah, not really. So I liked it, and it's the action still holds up, but Definitely. the story's a yeah. bit too drama-ish for me. Yes, it 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 does feel like it runs a little long. Like I think it's an hour fifty uh, all together. An hour fifty-four. Okay, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> so, but it's it's like one of those films you have to see, and it's uh, also like one of those definitely. films if it's on the telly. Which is never is. Uh, uh, it's one you would like sit down and watch just because it's on. Uh, you just sit and watch it until they get all the get to see all the good bits. Exactly. It, it, it essentially is like a Japanese classic. Because uh, it is it's over. You know, like in the now. top ten or some best Japanese films of all time. Oh, definitely for like for people outside of Japan looking in. Like that should that's uh, always going to be in a top ten or an honourable mention. Like, like that is just a huge part of Japanese cinema. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, other than that, that is like that's the show, really. That's us covered up <laughs> film for this episode. Um, next episode. Let's see. I don't know. It's your choice. It is, I. So, I... Let me just adjust myself here. Don't you fucking dare say it. No, no, I wasn't adjusting my choice. I'm just, like, lying on one leg and it's now dead. I just had to throw that out from under me. Yes, next film. Um, Her, from director Spike Jones. Hi, that was a fear of me. Yep. I think it's Spike Jones, is he that, or Spike Lee? One of them was responsible for the old boy remake. <laughs> the other one wasn't. Spike, Spike Lee, I think. That done Spike Jones is not dead. Don't think so. But yes, it's him and like Jaqueen Phoenix when he falls in love yeah. with Siri. So watching him for the back, he's seen here a wank in a computer. <laughs> so you've seen the film? I have. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> So yes, that will be our film of choice for the next episode. Uh, films in yeah. episode 7. And then yeah, we'll try and mix up with something new. Something current for future episodes. So yeah. I, stay tuned. Uh, reviews, I want to plug. Where's your plugs in that? Yeah. What do you want to plug? I've, if you go to chrisandphilpresents.co.uk they will have reviews of uh, Afternoon Delights, uh, indie <clears throat> drama comedy, which is mediocre. <laughs> um, I've got some films to review. I have Assault on Wall Street and The Guillotine, which I, I've not done yet, but probably by the time this review, by this podcast going live, they should be online. So that is Chris and Phil presents.co.uk. Um, yeah. For we review wrestling.com, there will be reviews of WWE Elimination Chamber 2014 and the John Cena experience. <laughs> so, Did you actually watch that? Who did you do with the margin to slap your wrists? <laughs> That's next on the review pile for me. And oh, yeah. That's uh, be our last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, there's nothing really new. So that's no. everything from my end. Uh, feel free to visit paulloudon.com, the illustrator for our podcasts. But other than that, I think yeah. that's it. I've been your host for this right. I'm Stuart Sutherland. Joining me across the interwebs. Superman. <laughs> Scottish Superman. Fuck I. He's, 
Kryptonite <laughs> is a fucking battered Mars bar. Fucking solid. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so fuck off and tune in next week. Aye. Uh.